The Dallas Stars were back home last night, and they treated the hometown fans to a 3-2 to two victory over the New York Islanders. And on today's show, we will talk about that matchup, talk about the secondary scoring that we got from the Stars' second line, talk about the grittiness and toughness of this team and how one player exemplified that last night, and then, of course, take a look at the Western Conference playoff race again because now the participants are becoming fewer and fewer. We talk about it all on today's episode of Locked on Stars. Your Locked on Stars, your daily podcast on the Dallas Stars. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Howdy, Stars fans. Welcome back to the Locked on Stars podcast, the only daily podcast covering the Dallas Stars, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Dane Lewis, your local expert on all things Dallas Stars hockey, credentialed member of the Dallas Stars media, coming to you on this Wednesday, April 6th. And whether this is your first time here or you are a recurring listener, thank you for stopping by today's episode of Locked on Stars and for making us your first listen of the day. Remember, we are free and available no matter where you get your podcast at, whether that's on your favorite podcasting platform and on YouTube. Be sure to hit that subscribe or follow button wherever you're listening. But without any further hesitation, let's jump right into last night's game. Uh, a pretty thrilling one in a pretty close and intense game. A grinded out matchup similar to what we saw back on Long Island in March, whenever these teams met up for the first time this season. A competitive game. We've been saying it. We said it after the first matchup, and we even said it yesterday with Matt DeFranks, that this is an Islanders team that is slept on, underrated. They've just had some tough adversity this season with playing their first 17 games on the road and also just being in a tough metro division and a pretty tough eastern conference an eastern conference that has pretty much had their playoff teams set since the all-star break so just kind of a, a, a bad hand given to the islanders this season still plenty of talent on that team and a, a roster and a club that's probably going to be good next season uh, depending on the moves that they make in the offseason but nonetheless the stars do get the win behind some pretty impressive play from their second line uh that we saw goals from marion student each his first as a dallas star was awesome to get to see him score that goal uh, a really nice rebound goal i can't remember who took the initial shot but student each after working the puck along the boards and helping keep possession for the stars in the offensive zone he's in the right position to get the rebound off the initial shot and he gets the puck past varlamov and getting to watch him celebrate alone and then with his teammates was a sight to behold very excited for him and and glad that he's finally on the scoreboard as a member of the stars we also saw tyler sagan get his 20th goal of the season off of a deep deep shot from joel hanley from the top of the offensive zone sagan positioned very well in front of the net and it caroms off his body and jamie ben not to be outdone he does get credited with an assist on the student each goal as does Miro Haskinen. And I'm not sure how often we're going to see this trio again, uh, or if, you know, even if we do see this trio repeatedly for the rest of the season and in the postseason, I don't know if this tonight, you know, the two, the Tuesday game was a flash in the pan, but they looked fantastic on the ice against the Islanders. I mean, 14 shots on goal between the three, all three players were plus two on the plus minus scale. 
and really just great work all around. I mean, they never took any plays off. They never took any shifts off. Uh, you look at that Tyler Sagan goal, go back and watch the highlight. You'll see Marion student each again, working the puck on the boards and making sure the puck gets back out to the blue line to the stars defenseman. Uh, and of course he doesn't get credited with the assist because several other players had touched it before Sagan eventually tipped it in off his body, but still nonetheless, that play does not happen without the work and hustle from Marion student each to help the stars keep possession in their zone and obviously i mean we know what we're going to get with jamie ben and tyler sagan and their effort and their you know dedication to the game and and their performances that they have like the ones they had tonight i mean we've seen those kind of performances for the past several years but now to have marion student each go in there i mean a similar player to dennis garyanoff in just size and play style and speed i think they complement each other really nice and i know there's a lot going on with dennis right now of you know getting scratched and not playing so if he does come back up into the lineup i don't know if he'll get put back with sagan and ben or if after tonight the coaching staff decides to keep student each with sagan and jamie ben really really curious to see how that shapes out but the stars you know we've been saying it all season it's been a storyline for the entire year that they're in need of secondary scoring and you know they found different trios at times or pairings that have worked but nothing has ever really stuck and so this is something that if we can continue to see this trio play and maybe let them get a little bit more chemistry going uh, i mean i think that, that could benefit the stars greatly going into the final stretch of this season because they really do need to find what works well for them uh, as far as lineups and fits and chemistry and then kind of stick with it uh, because you know once you get to the playoffs that's really you know, the name of the game is having your guys ready consistency uh, and not really having to change too much. By the time you get to the postseason in any sport, but especially hockey, you'd kind of like to have, you know, your ideal lineup set in stone. And then, of course, you'll have to adjust and, you know, make changes as series go on because the other team is going to make adjustments and changes as well. But you at least want to know what you have. And, you know, maybe if you don't try it out, you know, the exact same lines from the regular season early in the playoffs, you know, at least that you have in your back pocket, something that you can go to that has worked in the past. So I'm curious to see, especially with this Thursday matchup coming up against a red hot Maple Leafs team, more like a red hot Austin Matthews leading this team in blue and white. I'm curious to see if that offensive trio one stays together. And if they do, how effective they can be uh, and trying to help keep pace with the Maple Leafs team that's probably going to go for at least three or four goals in this matchup against the Stars at home on Thursday. But really good stuff from the second line. I mean, no scoring from the top line tonight, which they're traditionally very good at home, but maybe just having to get reacclimated. I have no doubt that we will see them back on the score sheet in the near future, probably even on Thursday night, because we are going to need all hands on deck in that game against the Leafs. But after a quick break and a word from some of our sponsors, we will continue to talk about this game and the biggest storyline and my biggest takeaway from this game that, you know, kind of is the summation of the Dallas Stars for this season and really the past two years. Today's episode of Locked on Stars is brought to you by HelloFresh. With HelloFresh, you get farm fresh, pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. Ingredients travel from the farm to your doorstep in under a week, so they're always fresh when they arrive. All without a trip to the grocery store or farmer's market. It's all about convenience with HelloFresh. Not only do the ingredients come pre-portioned so you're not overbuying or wasting food, but it's easier than ever to get filling meals on the table in a snap with options like family-friendly or quick and easy recipes. 
Go to HelloFresh.com slash LockedOn16 and use code LockedOn16 for up to 16 free meals and three free gifts. Again, that's HelloFresh.com slash LockedOn16 and promo code LockedOn16 for three free gifts and 16 free meals. HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. Continuing on with this Wednesday episode of Locked on Stars. Thank you again for stopping by and making us your first listen of the day. Be sure to give me a follow on Twitter at Dane double underscore Lewis. You can also find our show's account on Twitter at Locked on Stars. Be sure to give us a follow there and also hit subscribe if you're watching on YouTube. Truly do appreciate the continued support that you guys show our show day in and day out. And continuing to talk about last night's game the biggest storyline for me and the biggest takeaway from this game comes from about the middle portion of the matchup where we saw Roddick Foxa uh, actually get knocked down. I think there was a shot. I believe it was Joel Hanley that shoots the puck and it catches Roddick Fox's body. Um, and he's down for a little bit. And I know there were people on Twitter that said it. I think, you know, a few stars reporters, Saad Youssef, uh, you know, people that, that were at the game watching, you know, commenting that Roddick Fox, uh, if he does go down, he doesn't stay down very long. But after taking that shot, uh, he stayed down for a little bit and then went back to the Stars locker room. And, you know, I, I think it was Saad Youssef who did say that that's pretty rare that Roddick Fox is one of the toughest guys, if not the toughest guy on the team, and that he really hasn't missed more than three games since his rookie year back, uh, you know, whenever he was first getting started with Dallas. You know, he was the 2012 first round pick for the Stars, the 13th overall pick. Uh, you know, and, and a guy that's been a staple of this team for the past several seasons. Definitely not the guy that's stealing all the headlines on the, you know, online or in the newspapers or storming social media. Uh, but you know, Roddick Fox just continues to embody what I think Dallas Stars hockey is all about because he gets knocked down, he goes back to the locker room, and you know, kind of definitely looks a little banged up. But then he comes back out later in the game in the third period and scores the go-ahead goal, eventual game-winning goal on the penalty kill. So one, he comes out for the penalty kill, which, you know, obviously playing five on five hockey is difficult to do when you're sore or going through some pain or injured. But then, you know, you have to be on the, you know, on the attack even more with the PK, you know, you have to be even more physically able to go because you're playing four on five uh, down a man against another professional hockey team full of professional athletes. And not only does he do that and go out and try to kill the penalty, but he does it successfully as he and Luke Glendinning connect for the eventual game-winning goal. And, you know, I say it, Roddick Fox is certainly not the best player on the team. There's never been a time where he's been a Dallas star where you said, hey, this is Roddick Fox's team. He may not have the best numbers. You know, he may not be the first guy that fans always point to when they're talking about the Dallas Stars. But like I said, Roddick embodies what Dallas Stars hockey really is at its core. You know, it's that that desire, the want to, the effort, the heart, the passion, all the other cliche words I can throw out. I think last night in that moment, Roddick Fox had just embodied that perfectly and is kind of, you know, that's the story of the Dallas Stars. Really, if you look all the way back to when they were in the bubble in Edmonton back in 2020, you know, getting knocked down, getting roughed up a little bit, but, you know, not running from the adversity, not running from the fire, but running to the fire, running into the fire saying, hey, I'm not scared of anything. I'll take you on. I don't care what team you have, who's on your team, you know, what what the the deficit is on the scoreboard, or even if we have the lead. Uh, you know, I think that Roddick Fox had just it was a small piece of embodiment of that last night. You know, I have no doubt in my mind that any of the other guys on the Dallas Stars roster would have done the same thing. 
you know, this group has been through so much in the past two years. The season gets shut down. They're in Edmonton in this bubble for months and months because they started all the way at the round robin and stayed all the way through the Stanley Cup finals. And then even last year, so many injuries and call-ups and COVID weather, uh, you know, just a, a bang bang season that kind of, you know, took the world by storm just a few months after they were in the Stanley Cup and barely even had time to, to you know, heal themselves and be prepared. Yet they still almost made the postseason. You know, they were in a similar spot that they're in this year where they were still very much in the playoff race in the late stages of the year. And they're doing it again, but now they have a healthier roster. They have a team that plays much better in overtime. You know, I mean, last time the Dallas Stars were just atrocious past 60 minutes, but now they've overcome that and they hardly ever lose in overtime or even in shootouts. I mean, they're almost just a, a solid bet. You know, you bet for the Dallas Stars to win in overtime if the game ever needs extra minutes. And, you know, if I'm any of the other teams in the Western Conference, I do not want to play the Dallas Stars in the postseason. If I'm Calgary or Colorado, I am praying that the Stars do not make the playoffs. Uh, if I'm those teams, I would much rather play the Vegas Golden Knights or even the Nashville Predators because this is a team that is battle-tested. They are not scared of adversity. Nothing is going to strike fear into their hearts. You know, if they make the playoffs, it's, all right, who's the first opponent? We don't, oh, top-seeded Colorado, most points in the league, some of the best offensive talent and a generational defenseman in Kale McCarr. All right, cool. That's going to be the Stars' mindset if they make it into the postseason. Same thing with Calgary. You know, same story. Great goalie. Great offensive weapons, a really great team that's caught fire pretty much ever since the All-Star break and has taken the Western Conference and the Pacific Division by storm. I know no one in that Stars locker room will quake in fear over either of those teams. And then if they, you know, if they play those teams in the first round and they get passed, it's on to the next. Anyone in this division, all right, Blues, Wild Stars are not, you know, strangers to tough series and tough games against those teams, or even the LA Kings or Edmonton Oilers, whoever it is. I know that the Dallas Stars will be prepared and that, you know, if they make the playoffs, if they continue to fight and get themselves into the postseason, and even if they don't go that deep into the playoffs, I, I can guarantee you that they will not go down without a fight and they will not go down without making things interesting because they've done that all season. And again, we saw just a small piece of it with the guy that's been, you know, kind of overlooked and, you know, maybe underwhelmed and underperformed throughout his career. But he comes in and makes a big play for his team to get his team two points, much needed two points that has now moved the Stars back into a playoff spot. And if Nashville had lost their game last night to the Minnesota Wild, would have put the Stars in the first wild card spot at West. And, you know, just say what you want about Roddick Foxa, but you can't put a price on that. And that's a big play, big time moment for number 12. And again, have no doubt in my mind that anyone else on that Stars roster, they would have done the exact same thing had they been in the exact situation. But speaking of playoff seating, after another quick break, we will take a quick look at the Western Conference playoff picture and talk about some of the teams that are starting to fall out of the race and how the Stars stack up next to the competition. Today's episode is also brought to you by Shady Rays. Shady Rays is an independent sunglasses company that gives you the features of $200 sunglasses for a fraction of the price. That means polarized lenses, well-constructed durable frames, and premium high-end finishes. Also, something you won't find anywhere else is Shady Rays' insane protection program. Shady Rays includes lost and broken protection on every pair. They will send you a brand new pair if you lose them, no matter what happens. Give them a try, and if you don't like them, you'll pay nothing. It's as simple as that. 
Plus, 10 meals are donated to fight hunger in America when you shop with Shady Rays. Exclusively for our listeners, head to ShadyRays.com and use code LOCKEDON to get 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. That's code LOCKEDON for the best deal of the season. 50% off two or more pairs of Shady Rays sunglasses. Backed by over 150,000 verified five-star reviews. Guys, can't recommend them enough. I got my own pair of Shady Ray sunglasses right here if you're watching on YouTube. They are fantastic, polarized, really great to wear in the sun, very comfortable. They fit well. They look great. Cannot recommend them enough. Go check them out. Today's episode is also brought to you by Built Bar. All Built Bars are covered in 100% real chocolate. Low calorie, high protein. Replace your candy bars with Built Bars. They are better for you. A typical candy bar can be anywhere from two to 300 calories. Most Built Bars, however, contain only 130 calories, four grams of sugar, four net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Mint brownie, coconut, coconut almond, and a new flavor for this month with white chocolate cookies and cream. They're all delicious and new flavors are coming out all the time. At Built Bar, they are all about the taste. They make it taste delicious first and then figure out how to make it healthy. And I don't know how, but they pull it off every single time. Go to Built.com right now and use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off your order. Again, use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off your order at Built.com. Closing out today's episode of Locked on Stars, your first listen of the day. Your host, Dane Lewis here at Dane double underscore Lewis on Twitter. Be sure to give me a follow there if you do not do so already. And ladies and gentlemen, the Western Conference playoff picture is getting tighter. Uh, it seems like maybe some of the competitors are falling out of the race slowly, but surely what she always anticipated would happen. It was just a matter of who would be the ones to fall. And, uh, you know, you take a look at the standings right now after Tuesday night's action. The Nashville Predators sit with the first wildcard spot at 84 points. Right below them, the Dallas Stars with 83. Right below them, the Vegas Golden Knights with 82. But then there's a considerable drop-off. The Winnipeg Jets, 76 points, and the Vancouver Canucks with 74. And these were teams that really, you know, you look back even a, a week or two weeks ago, were just right there in the thick of things, you know, with some of them within like a point or two of the Stars and the Golden Knights and really not that far out from Nashville for that first wild card spot. So it's kind of insane how quick things can change. And, you know, it kind of at this point, it feels like a lot of things would have to go right for the Canucks and the Jets to make it into the postseason. And I just don't see that happening, especially now with the Canucks. I know I was kind of almost singing their praises after they beat the Stars for the second time this season. I think that they're just a team like Ottawa or some of the other teams that have swept the Stars this season in their series that just have Dallas's number this year. And the Stars do play them one more time on the road in Vancouver, which is bound to be one heck of a matchup. Uh, but even Winnipeg, Winnipeg just seems wildly inconsistent and can't really find an identity this late in the season that isn't, hey, let's hope Connor Hellebuck can help us win some games and rely on you know some of their top offensive players. Uh, and so I just don't think they have quite enough to get past either Vegas, Dallas, or Nashville. So I really think now that we're down to kind of a three-team race and you know, it's two Central Division teams and one Pacific Division team. And it's just shocking with Nashville. Many, including myself, had them winning the Pacific Division. And now there's a chance that they might not even make the postseason. And they're probably not even going to be top three. Uh, you know, it'd be a stretch, somewhat a stretch for them to make the postseason at this point, given their competition. But also, you know, really just getting a top three spot in the Pacific Division has to be out of the picture 
for them. And, you know, Dallas is in a great spot because they still have two games in hand over the Golden Knights, and they absolutely need to take advantage of those. And that's going to be easier now that the majority of their games are at home, only four more road games. And one of those in Chicago should be a somewhat easier game. And then uh, that road trip to Western Canada will be a tough matchup uh, with the Canucks, Oilers, and Flames. But the Stars, like we said in the last segment, built for adversity, and I think that they're going to handle that challenge well. But Vegas, you know, they have a pretty difficult schedule as well. They will also travel to Calgary and Edmonton one time, one more time this season, as well as Dallas at the end of the year. And then their very last game of the season will be in St. Louis against the Blues. Those are all playoff teams. And they do have a home game later in the month against the Washington Capitals at home. And then the rest of their games, whether home or away, are against non-playoff teams. But, you know, still NHL teams that, you know, might could still get a win against a playoff caliber team on any given night. And the Stars also have a pretty tricky schedule. They do have some favorable matchups as far as opponents, but also, again, favorable in the sense that they have the majority of their games at home where they are 22-9-1. and And their one overtime loss, of course, came to the Vegas Golden Knights way back in October and the early stages of the season, a game that they probably should have won and probably shouldn't have even gone to OT. They allow Vegas to score uh, in the final minute of the game on a six on five. And then, of course, they lose in OT. Very frustrating loss at the time and uh, was pretty telling of the Stars early in the season. And so, really, you look at it, the Stars just need to take care of business in their home games, play their absolute best in front of the hometown crowd. The top line really needs to get rolling again at home and find their comfort zone at the AAC. And then, of course, if the second line of Ben Sagan and student each want to become a namestay and really put up some big numbers, can't complain there. John Klingberg's hitting his stride. Miro Haskinen's back in the lineup. Jake Ottinger is still playing at a fantastically high level and is looking to be prepared to carry this team on a deep postseason run. And so I'm excited to see how this Western Conference playoff race finishes out now that the crowd is starting to thin a little bit. And, you know, it's down to the last few fighters in this weird boxing ring that we call the Western Conference in the regular season. But that's going to do it for today's episode of Locked on Stars. Thank you again for making us your first listen of the day. Remember, we are free and available no matter where you listen or how you listen. Be sure to hit that follow button on your favorite podcasting platform or the subscribe button on YouTube. And also give us a follow on Twitter. You can find me at Dane double underscore Lewis. You can also find our show at Locked on Stars. Be sure to tune in tomorrow as we will be previewing the matchup between the Leafs and Stars that will be going down in Dallas. The Stars looking to get a little bit of revenge, but that's going to be easier said than done as Austin Matthews has the Maple Leafs rolling right now. Uh, they are a tough team to beat and a tough team to stop offensively. Going to be a fun one, and we'll get you ready for it with tomorrow's episode. But we'll see you there, Stars fans. Have a great Wednesday.